So today we celebrate the optional memorial feast of a wonderful saint who fits in very well with our retreat this weekend. St. John of God lived in the 1500s. He was originally from Portugal, and we don't have much on his very early history except to know that he left home at eight years of age. He basically ran away. And while we don't know the details of why, we can imagine it was probably because his home life was a miserable one. Maybe he was beaten on a daily basis. Maybe he had to live in an environment where there wasn't really any love shown. And so he ran off and for some time became a shepherd. And from there went into a few other various jobs. And then one day, he heard that there was a preacher going around who was preaching about the love of God. And this preacher was St. John of Avila. What a small world, is it not? And that the Holy Spirit should have this feast at the beginning of this retreat when we're going to be speaking about St. Teresa of Avila. Avila has produced some great saints. And St. John of Avila was one of those. By the way, not to be confused with St. John of the Cross, there were a lot of Johns running around and... This is one of the many, since John was a very popular name in the Spanish culture. And so St. John of Avila was doing his usual preaching, and St. John of God, just an ordinary lay person at that point in his life, was listening to this preaching, and he was utterly amazed. He was so taken by what St. John of Avila had to say about this love of God, this unconditional love that God has for everyone, and how God wants to fill their hearts with this love, and how he wants them to share this love with everyone. He was so struck in that moment that he had a conversion literally on the spot. And he was so overflowing with the love of God afterwards that he could not contain himself. And he began to go around and tell everyone about this love of God. He knew there were a lot of people who did not know about this love of God, and so it was his job now, his role, his very life, to now bring this love of God to everyone. He went back to some of his former family and friends because he wanted to take that love of God back to them as well. And when he got back there and began to share this beautiful message with them, they thought he had literally gone crazy. 
They thought he had had a mental breakdown. They told him, you have to be practical. You have to be worldly. You have to just put all that other stuff aside. All that pious nonsense. All that talk about this God of love. And they said to him, we think that you are so mentally ill that we are going to put you into an asylum. And they did. They thought he was that crazy because he went around talking and sharing God's love. Now, you can imagine what an asylum was like in the 1500s. The state of Wyoming, where I come from, our asylum there basically got sued in the 1980s because it was still so primitive, it was still operating in the 1930s. And when you went in there and saw this place, you were really overwhelmed by how depressing it was and just how hopeless it just seemed to be in there. And St. John of God, here he is placed among these mentally ill people, and some of them, we could imagine, truly had mental illness. Some of them were probably very violent. Others were sociopaths. And he was mixed in with all of them. And there was very little that they did for them back then. They just basically threw you in together and you just kind of subsisted. And so he was in there for some time and eventually he was released. And he had another conversion why he was in there. He realized now God was calling him to build hospitals to care for the mentally ill. And that is what he began to do. And he formed a religious order called the Hospitallers, who then began to build these hospitals all through Europe to give loving care to the mentally ill and to no longer treat them like they were cattle. And the people that saw this witness, the people that saw his compassion, were so amazed and so inspired that he brought about as many conversions as did St. John of Avila through his preaching. St. John of God became admired by many people throughout all of Europe because he had reminded them how they were supposed to love their neighbor. One of the things we're going to hear as we go through the interior castle 
is how St. Teresa of Avila keeps bringing us back to this love of neighbor. She says, how do we know that we really love God? If we love our neighbor. If we do not love our neighbor, then we do not love God. It goes back to that first reading that we had today from the first letter of St. John. Everyone who hates his brother is a murderer. And you know that anyone who is a murderer does not have eternal life remaining in him. The way we came to know love was that he laid down his life for us. So we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers. So today, as we think about the life of St. John of God and how coming from a childhood where he was not shown that love and how when he finally got to know that God that loved him, how he was unstoppable. Let each one of us look inside of ourselves and ask ourselves, first and foremost, do I believe, like St. John of God, that God really loves me? And secondly, do I really love my neighbor?